0: Hey everyone, thank you for joining us today. This is New Jersey Wedding Podcast, and of course, it's Andrea Pertel and Celia Milton here today. We are both full-time professional wedding officiants located in New Jersey. And today we are going to talk about how to include your parents. Um, or your or your mom's, um, because sometimes your dad already is acknowledged. But um, so we're going to talk about different ways to include your parents in your wedding ceremony. Hey, Celia, how are you?
1: I'm fantastic. How are you?
0: Great, great. Looking forward to the new year, right? Absolutely. (laughs) Oh, yeah, definitely. (laughs) Um, Okay, so tell me your favorite way uh, to include parents.
1: You know, I have to say that When I first started doing this, I started to write a little piece in for the moms because now this is 15 years ago and most of my couples, the bride was being walked up by her father or stepfather. And I feel like for the moms, it's such a humongous day and they really just don't get anything. You know, they get walked up the aisle and plopped in the front row and, you know, yay, maybe they have a dance later on. But I started to write this little part in and we always keep it a secret unless the moms are like secret challenged but um where we <laughs> well, if like if you know people will tell me it's like oh my god my my mom forget it she'll be like insane if you do that it's like yeah. well then let's like you know tell them we're going to honor them in some way uh before we call them up to join us and usually they'll the couple will order a single flower for them. And I just have a little reading about how, you know, wonderful their moms have been and how much they've given them through their lifetimes. I mean, it's a little bit corny. I don't think that that's bad. But, um, you know, and I always tell the photographer
0: that, you know,
1: you got to have a little bit of corn, right? I mean, (laughs) absolutely. But, you know, the photographers love this little piece because the reading is really very tiny. And I can, you know, if people want to contact me. I can send that to them, but it's just very small about, you know, you've, you've given them your, so many gifts through your lifetime and they, we want to thank you. And I think, especially when you're around like Mother's Day, mm-hmm. I always put a little note in there that, you know, we, cause May is like wedding crazy season. Um, you know, we want to, give a special shout out to all the moms who are here today who've given so much to their children. And, you know, we, we want to know that you're recognized and then the photographer, they, they hug and kiss and carry on. And the photographer gets pictures and everybody cries and then they sit down. It's really right. great. It, it, <laughs> I,
0: do, I do that. I'll do that with the, uh, the gift of beauty, the gift of a rose or their mom's favorite uh, um, flower. And the couple will go and give them the flower. I like
1: it. I actually, I had a couple, Oh, this is, this is really hilarious. I had a couple, that wanted to give their moms ducks. The bride was <laughs> Korean. And apparently this is a good luck thing. Oh, yeah. And they were at a very, very, very fancy venue. So the duck, the duck, the bride called me a couple of days, but she's like, we can't, we can't bring the ducks. I'm like, well, that's a shock. Like, you know? <laughs> that's like, so we're gonna get wooden ducks instead. I'm like, you go for it. And then like literally the morning of the wedding, they had told their moms that they were going to honor them. And I guess had spilled the beans about the ducks and the bride's mom is like, we will not be having any ducks at our wedding. It's like, all then we're going to go back to flowers. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: yeah. I, I, I love that. It's a beautiful moment for a photo op. Um, it is. And, it is. and it's really nice to recognize the parents. I will say that I still have the, um, I still have, it's very popular still with me to have um, the dad walk the bride mm-hmm. down the aisle and um, for me to say, you know, they pause and for me to say to the father, who has the honor of presenting this bride today, of course, we never use that wording anymore, who gives this woman, you No. Know, no, not at all who has the honor or to present her on this happy day of her life or who stands with her on this happy day of her life you know and and the father then will say um her mother and i do or sometimes because you're standing at that end of the the first row there and the mom's right there and everybody's standing mom might take a step up and stand next to her daughter and and now mm-hmm. they're there you know, or uh, sometimes both parents walk them down. Of course, as we know, that's very customary. That's tradition for um, Jewish tradition as for parents to walk them down the aisle. And what's really good is for a professional officiant. This is, it's a little pet peeve of mine. um, You got to make sure the venue knows that both parents are walking you down the aisle so that the aisle is wide enough that's right to walk you down the aisle and if i arrive there because like you we've done thousands of ceremonies and i see that aisle is not nearly big enough for what i saw the bride wearing and to her parents that we need to get somebody because you know sometimes it's just the bus boys setting it up and they don't know you know i don't
1: know and you know those those floating candle things and uh-huh. the big tubes that are so popular it's like know. oh every every wedding if there's those tubes along the aisle one of them is going to crash so right. yeah right. they got to be big enough yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay, off, off comment just for a minute, off off subject just for a minute. I just saw something where, and this is a great budget thing. I thought it was good. A way to save money on on like your florists. I'm sorry, florists is take your centerpieces if they work, the flower centerpieces on the table, and mm-hmm. place them kind of down the aisle. And yeah. then the ceremony's over, take those and put them on the table. Anyhow, so we were talking about aisle aisles. Uh, the, no, know, I like
1: it i like it i, like I think that. um you know i yes i i also have people walking down the aisle with both parents uh-huh. but there's also you know we're we're living in an age where there's lots of blended families and there's sometimes lots of parents and in some cases the bride who is being walked down and sometimes the groom too or sometimes but mm-hmm. i mean if we, we have a lot of weddings where there's two brides right it's like they're equally close to their father and their stepfather. So Mm -hmm. maybe one, you know, one can walk them halfway down the aisle. And then, you know, depending on, of course, the relationship between the father and the stepfather, that's not always the best, but, you know, to be walked down halfway with one parent and halfway with the other, you know, there's, there's so many ways. People think like just getting down the aisle is going from point A to point B, but it really, it has significance. It has, you know, Right. Emotional significance for the people watching it. Right, and, right. So you know, I think that that's it, good to remember. It is
0: very I like that you said that. It's it is very significant. It's um it's very traditional and it's a great photo op. And mm-hmm. if they're if they're not gonna have um a step parent included in, in walking them down the aisle, uh or anything like that, we can include them in words. Um I know uh um you had some beautiful words that you for um support of parents that you might acknowledge them you know at the beginning somewhere at the beginning yeah. of the ceremony i do that a lot too but um i loved what you were saying before how how do you do that the the support of parents traditionally
1: you know i always ask my couples what they what they have in mind but my couples tend to be a little bit less traditional and well we want to have the You know that that not. I don't think I've done anybody in years that has said I really want to say who gives this woman to this man. It's just not. It's just not the thing anymore. But I will say something along the lines of um, bride's parents, groom's parents, if we have a bride and a groom, um, addressing them by name. You know, you've you two years ago, two children were born. What I'd like to say is, look how great they turned out, but that's not yeah. what I say. Um, you know, you've throughout their life you've given them so many gifts, and on this day they they look to you. If they're still together, I'll say, you know, you've given them inspiring examples of long and happy marriages, proof of such such hard work and such rewards. You've inspired them in their own relationship. Bride's parents, do you support your daughter on this fabulous day and welcome this? other person, man, woman into the family. Yes. And, you know, the same with the groom's parents or the other bride. And I always, you know, it's nice because it gives me a little chance at the very beginning when I arrive to introduce myself and just, you know, give them a little bit of warning and they're like, you know, what, what should we say? It's like, this is not the time for like really joking around. I think like a simple, yes, we do is going to just work fine for you guys.
0: Right. Right. And that's another thing, you know, a good professional officiant, we're we're there an hour early and we seek out what I in my mind call the key players. And if the parents are involved in any way, you know, it's it's so great to walk up to them and introduce myself and congratulate them and say, you know, uh, just want to make sure you're comfortable with this part of the ceremony. I'm going to, say to you and, you know, and, uh, and they're they're always happy that you've taken a moment with them. And if you don't want the parents, uh, sometimes they don't want the parents to stand up or to ask a question, you could just simply, uh, say, you know, um, you know johnny and susie or johnny and dave or susie and lynn would like to begin this ceremony mm-hmm. by thanking their parents for their unconditional love and support yes. throughout their lives yeah. and they thank you for raising them to be strong independent and loving people um you know something like that uh mm-hmm. and, and maybe you know always as we always say because we write our ceremonies we talk to the couples we get to know them we build a relationship we find out what they want personalize it in some way. If you, if you want to, you can personalize it, uh, maybe with one word, you know, they're thankful that you did this for them or that, you know, however they want to do it or keep it short and sweet.
1: Um, well, and, and sometimes there will be, I mean, I usually go with the default of this is going to be the part that is the biological parents. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes it's not, you know, depending on the relationship of the biological parents with the step parents, um, the, the couple with their biological parents, which is not always the most ideal, you know, it's important that 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 piece really fits the relationship between that couple and those parents.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. 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 And and there's beautiful ways to acknowledge in words, uh, step step parents as well. Just, you know, if you want to give a brief mm-hmm. nod to them and, and say, you know, um, what a significant person you've been in so-and-so's life and they want to thank you. So we were also saying, so let's say, uh, you know, father gets this moment of walking, uh, the bride down the aisle and you're looking for another way to include the moms. Well, if you're having a unity ceremony, like a unity candle ceremony. Yeah.
1: yeah, I love it when the moms come up to light the unity candles. I think it's because, you know, to me, the whole, deal with the unity candle is sort of the bringing together of two individual families or individuals depending on who lights it into this light that becomes representative of that merger right. and you know having the moms come up to light those side tapers and then the couple light them later on i think that really demonstrates that quite clearly and and in a pretty way without right. a lot of verbiage you know right I'm, I'm... i say
0: something simple like the tapered candles represent not only um John and Susie, but also their families. Where mm-hmm. it is their families who, through their love and support, help shape who they are. And the center candle represents their marriage. Or you maybe at that time I'd like to invite um, the mothers and say their names to come up and begin this ceremony by lighting them. You know, or we yeah, could talk perfect. about two different families, two different heritages, and you know we're grateful for the values which have flowed into them through those who have loved and nurtured them along life's way you know and invite the mothers to come forward to assist us in starting this unity candle and then say those two tapers represent you know their families so there's a lot of beautiful wording that you can use for that and and any unity ceremony really could be started by the moms right
1: it could i mean so i had a i had a wedding that i did years ago where the the bride's family was the groom's family was German and the bride's family was Chinese and they had both moms bring the rings forward and do a little blessing in their native languages. And I thought, I thought it was really great. It was beautiful.
0: I love that. I, I, and I love it when, if, if both moms, uh, well, first of all, I love that because in in their native tongue and and maybe their mm -hmm. native traditions, that's, that's beautiful. I also like it. If both moms are, um, have the personality and are comfortable to do it you can pick a short blessing or reading for each mm-hmm. of them to come up and do you know um, so many ways to include them
1: yeah um, I, I love including moms I do because because you know that they're going to cry and you know the okay. photographer is going to like and you know of course we're going to cue in the photographers so the photographers that we're working with are you know they're not caught off guard by these things where they may be like very far away taking that beautiful eye shot I, mean, I aisle shot when they should be like right there next to us because something you know something is going to happen
0: again Um, another reason to have a professional wedding team from your that's right to your photographer um To, you know, because we arrive, we know what we're doing, we know to talk to them and, and say, you know, just letting you know that there's a point in the ceremony where we're going to acknowledge the moms and it's coming right after this part, you know, and they're always, so, oh, great, thanks, you know, because so they're ready for that shot. And, yeah, because uh, they want that shot. You know, when you
1: think about it, when you think about a typical ceremony, ones. you know, once everybody gets up the aisle, it's kind of us talking to them until we get to the vows and the rings and the unity ceremony. So anything that we can insert in there that has a different visual kind of texture, I think is really, is really useful for the photographers for sure. Right. Yeah. And then, you know, we talked about actually, um, other ways to include dads too. Um, when we do a, when I do a ceremony where I've got the a wine sharing, very mm-hmm. often it's a, uh, in a Jewish ceremony or a partially Jewish ceremony, where we're going to do a wine thing, maybe with a, a kiddish cup or the celebratory cup from a bar bar mitzvah. Sometimes I'll have the dad pour the wine. Sometimes I'll have the dad put the glass down at the end. So yeah. there's you know there's a lot of physical movement parts of a ceremony that includes ethnic or, you know, cultural rituals that can, you know, those can be assigned to a parent. And I think that's really a fun way to let them in there, you know?
0: Yeah. I I like that a lot. I do that as well. You know? Um, Yeah. I like that a lot. And then unfortunately, sometimes a parent has passed and, um, Mm. and then we have to acknowledge them, Um, you know, loved ones who have passed, especially, you know, the bride's beloved father, or the bride, or the groom's beloved, you know, father, and uh, maybe say some words about them, acknowledging them that way, you know, their, yeah, their, you know, uh, generosity and love will always be, you know, remembered and cherished or something like that. I, I might ask them yeah. what wording well, you'd like to do, or it's
1: hard because, you know, a, a person who's lost their parent like last year is going to have a different. Mm-hmm. way of looking at it than somebody who's had a parent pass away when they were a little kid. And it doesn't make it better in either case. But I think that, and for some people, you know, it's it's hard with remembrances whether it includes a parent or not, because we don't we can only bring half of that conversation to the into the room. You right. know, there's there may be people in that room that the very mention of a deceased parent's name is going to just throw them completely like into another galaxy. Right. And, you know, I've had that, I have that conversation carefully and I always have it right, you know, close to the ceremony too, because, you know, you're, if you've lost a parent in the last few years and you're planning your wedding now, your attitude towards what you might want to do can change from minute to minute. And it's, it's important. I think that it's, it's appropriate on that day right um, i had i think one of my my favorites my fa- my one of my favorites recently was a a groom and he wanted he'd lost his father i want to say maybe 3 or 4 years ago so not you know like last week but also not when he was a, a child and they wanted to, he wanted to include a lot of things about his dad, but he didn't want it to be so obvious. So, you know, he had his dad's favorite drink as the signature drink and they played like one of his dad's favorite song for the first dances, even though it was like completely not a first dance song. And, you know, it just said, you know, the people who knew my dad and the people who are close to him are going to pick up these clues yeah. and the people who didn't don't need to. It was, right. I thought it was really subtle and it was real and he wore his dad's he wore his dad's watch, I think, you know, up the aisle. So there's a lot of ways, there's There's a lot of ways that, you know,
0: I I had a groom who once his, his uh, we had a, a beautiful ceremony out on the beach um, here at the Jersey shore. Um, It was, it was really good. Um, And he had shared his favorite memories with his dad were um, fishing off the, uh, you know, in the ocean there. Uh, So he had, you know, they had a beautiful little uh, driftwood arch, and he had his groomsmen there. But right next to that arch was his dad's fishing pole. It's just Aww. there it as part of the decor, and we didn't say anything. But again, people who knew knew, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, and it was really beautiful. So so, something subtle like that, a nod like that is beautiful. I, I, like you said, it's, I approach it carefully. It is totally up to the couple. It's whatever you want in your ceremony. It's, you don't want um, to have people crying. It is your celebration of love. It's your wedding, but whatever you're comfortable with and you feel is, it makes you feel good. We don't right. want to change the tide of the day, um, the feeling of the day. So sometimes they just go with with something like, you know, when I, when I um, thank the guests, this is a day that so-and-so and so-and-so will always treasure. So it's with deep gratitude in their hearts that they thank you, their family and friends for making this special day even greater by sharing it with them. And they also take this opportunity to remember with love, those who are no longer with us, they are always in our hearts. And then you go on to something else. And something just as simple as that. It's just an, a nod. But others want to say their names and a blurb about them. And it's just such a personal choice.
1: I yeah, I think it's it's I think and so I think some of it's part of a time frame. It's like if if somebody has lost a parent recently, you know, within the last year or so, that's you know, one kind of grief. But you know, I've I've had people who wanted to, you know. I'll say tell tell me tell me about your tell me about your dad and I'm trying to think of one okay I did one years ago and the father had passed away so well you know tell me about your dad and you know what was he like and what ended up being in the ceremony was in the remembrance piece was you know we want to we want to remember Anthony's dad I can't remember his name John anybody who knows Anthony, and of course you all do, and and you probably knew John, and and you know that wherever John is right now, and we're not really quite sure, he's mm-hmm. uh, sitting at the end of the bar with a big snifter of Chianti, and he's probably swearing at the jets. And <laughs> it's just like so, like one like funny line about yeah. you know what what that pair because everybody everybody has something funny about them do you want to go to humor if they died last week absolutely not no, no. but you know if they're now you know there's a, a great line from a funeral that i I use in my own in my own memorials it's like there will be a time when the mention of these names brings a smile to your lips before it brings a tear to your eyes yeah. and i think that you know there there is that moment where you know you can remember all the crazy things that your mom did now, because it was long ago when maybe if it was, you know, if she passed away last week, we might, you know, not want to go there. Right. But, um, and I, I always tell people too, it's like, if, you know, if you have a a surviving parent, when, and one of your parents has passed away, whatever we say, you need to let that parent know that we're going to do something at that ceremony. Right. That can't be a surprise. Right. Can't be a surprise. No. No. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I know that, um, it, it, some some couples like to do something like have a candle lit and we'll uh-huh. mention that the, a light a candle is lit in their honor of this, you know um, will burn a day for the day in recognition and memory you know of these much missed well-remembered loved ones or whatever you want to say. And I know that some people like to save the chair and put the picture of them in there or flowers in the chair. But I think uh, an, another beautiful way to acknowledge them that is very personal, and, um, some people might see it or not is the bride's bouquet with the charms that hang off of them. You can, whenever you get a bouquet made, you can have a charm, um, made with the, the parents picture or their name, or just a charm in memory of yeah, them. I really like that. And you know what I like when, that, you know, I've had, them. Yeah, I've
1: had, um, brides that have had a heart made out of a swatch of like their father's like work shirt or like his favorite jeans or something and had sewn into their, into their gown. Mm -hmm. Um, we're going to talk about hand fastings in, you know, coming up in, in a broadcast soon, but I've had women, I've had brides bring strips of their mom's wedding gowns um, to use as one of the hand fasting cords, you know, it's, it really is all about bringing the spirit of that person into that day in ways that are tangible.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. And I love that again with the hand fasting too, if you want to, um, include the moms, uh, or both sets of parents, if you do a hand fasting again, we'll talk about it because it's, is one of my favorite ways. If you're doing one with, you know, like say four ribbons, four cords, include your parents that way. I'd like to invite, you know, the grooms oh, yeah, definitely. place the first chord, is mm-hmm. color and this represents da-da-da. Um, I love that. So there are so many ways um, to include the moms, both parents, or if unfortunately one of your parents have passed, there are a lot of ways to include them as well. And, uh, you know, work with your officiant should be able to come up with uh, a lot of uh, different examples for you and weave it beautifully into your ceremony and uh and it's, it's what a nice way to begin to begin your beautiful day yeah and and i think it's you know
1: it's a little bit of an unexpected thank you too to
0: mm-hmm. the
1: you know the people that have supported you and you know and maybe you're contributing to the wedding and you know it's it's something that they don't really expect sometimes and i i, I kind of like that yeah
0: it's a it's a nice beautiful thank you uh to your to your parents and your family So, um, all right then. So I want to tell everybody, thank you for joining us today and, um, we'll see you on the next episode. Be sure to, um. Hit that follow and subscribe button. It is totally free, but this way you will not miss an episode. You do not want to miss a word. (laughs) We have some great ones coming up. We are really starting um, 2024 off with a lot of great guests and um, a lot of ceremony ideas. And we're going going to speak about a lot of our favorite venues. So um, stay with us. All right. Have a great day. Happy New Year. This podcast is brought to you by Andrea Pertel, owner of For This Joyous Occasion Officiating Services, serving all of New Jersey. Now, Shelly Milton
1: from NJ Vows Now, Vow to be Different for New York and New Jersey.